Welcome to Lafrisian Chronicles, Song of Shadows, a magical audio drama storytelling experience. The show contains swearing, allusions to sexual themes, as well as themes of violence. Thank you, and enjoy this episode of Song of Shadows. Orly settled into a soft, black leather chair near an open window, overlooking the barren wasteland of Drumfell. She waited for the others to sift through the books Dominic and Pendrake collected. She grabbed her journal and, true to form, began to write. Dear Diary, I really messed things up, didn't I? He seems so hurt, although he'll never admit it. Leslie doesn't deserve to be bombarded with my past like this, and Kaylin certainly didn't deserve to be blindsided. <laughs> oh, I'm killing it. I'm not sure what I expected to feel when I saw him again. Happy? Relieved? I don't know. But all I feel is guilt and pain. Seeing him hurts me in ways that I wasn't expecting. So that's fun. <laughs> God, I wish my mom was here. She always knew what to say. Hey, you're home. How was school? Ugh, I hate relationships. I hate them. I'll handle this one. Uh, good luck. Honey? Go away. Would it be alright if I came in? Just leave me alone. Okay, sweetheart. If, if you want to talk, I'll be here. Relationships suck. It seems like you're upset. What gave it away? Is something wrong with you and Jerry? Don't ever say his name again! I take that as a yes. He broke up with me. For someone else! That must hurt. He said that he loved both of us, but that he loved her more. Do you want advice, or would you like to vent? Advice. Well... I know it must hurt to feel like second best, but he chose to tell you the truth, which, however hurtful it might be, is still respectful. And, and now you know. You know that you deserve better. You know that you never have to settle as someone's second choice. You are worth so much more than that. Thank you. 
Plus, your father and I never liked him. Mom! What? It's the truth. You were always too good for him. Well, he didn't think so. Well, then he clearly does not know a good thing when he has it. I just wanted him to choose me. Someday someone will. And you will choose them right back. Well, how do you know? Call it a mother's intuition. Now, why don't you come downstairs and have dinner with us? I'm pretty sure you scared your father. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I love you. I love you too, darling. You once said that I deserve to be someone's first choice. What if I don't feel like I deserve to be anybody's choice right now? Orly wiped a tear from her eye and closed her journal. She was stuffing it back in her bag when Shelby approached with an armful of books. Here's the first batch. Pages with blank sections are flagged. Good luck. How's Leslie? She's fine. What? Why do you ask? Why wouldn't she be fine? Gee, paranoid much? Shelby? She's nervous. We all are. But she'll get over it. I know you just used your magic to convince me that was true. What? Me? Never. Gotta go! <sighs> okay. Let's get to reading. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oh, Miss Henderson. Can I help you? I... I think it's only fair that you call me Leslie. Considering our shared interests. I'm assuming you mean... Illy. Right. Well, miss, I'm sorry. Leslie, I assure you, I have no intentions to interfere with your relationship with her. I believe you. As you should. I don't make it a point to deceive my allies. <laughs> well, now you've lied to me. Pardon? You said you don't make it a point to deceive your allies. But you're deceiving Ali, aren't you? I'm not sure what you're referring to. She doesn't know what your gray eyes mean, does she? How did you... Shelby? That doesn't matter. What matters is that you are withholding important information from someone you claim to have loved. It's not fact. It's a theory. It might mean something else entirely. I didn't want to tell her something that could very well be false. She deserves to have all the information, proven or not. You're right. I often am. I can see why she likes you. And I can see why she loved you. I'll tell her. But if you'll allow me just a little more time. Yeah. Kaylin, did she ever say it? Say what? That she loved you? Yes, she did. Leslie nodded once before turning on her heel and returning to her books. Kaylin took a deep breath and ran his hands through his hair, removing his circlet. His thumb grazed it lightly as he stared at it. 
this position Orly trusted him with. She believed in him. That truth was one that replayed in his mind, kept him up at night, and got him through those long and frustrating days on the throne. After a few moments of indulging in the thought of her, he placed the circlet back on his head and returned to his work. I'm just saying, that question wasn't on the review material, so it clearly shouldn't have been worth five points. Dominic, I know you were upset over those test scores, but please, don't tell me you've been holding that grudge all these years. Grudge? <laughs> what grudge? I don't have a grudge. You've done well for yourself, despite coming in second. Oh, that's just low. <laughs> I'm serious. You found your way into the Lafrisian Guard, and now a personal friend of the king. If I weren't so secure in my own success, I'd be jealous. You're jealous? Now, I didn't say... Well, you should be. My job is very important. I am irreplaceable. I was directly responsible for exposing Arson's corruption. Pretty sure that was Miss Sharp. Wait, I helped. A lot. Which is more than I can say for you. You're right. But maybe I can help you now. Pendrake pulled a small leather book off the mantle of the tallest bookshelf. The black leather was worn, and embossed on the cover were intricate designs that looked like they could be words, but they were not of any language Dominic had ever seen before. Pendrake used a corner of their cloak to wipe it off. A cloud of dust traveled toward Dominic. <laughs> Top shelf. Not a very inclusive library, is it? Do you have to be a frost giant to reach your books? You forget I don't often receive visitors. And when I do, I usually accompany them around my library. What is that one? This book is entirely blank. It looks as if it once had a title, but the cover is vacant as well. I've always wondered why someone would go through the trouble of binding an empty book. At first, I thought it was a journal but it's unlike anything I've ever seen. I've kept it up here all this time, wondering if maybe one day I'd understand it. You have that this whole time, and you didn't grab it first? It's clearly what we're looking for. I wanted to spend more time with you. Catch up. It can get a little lonely here. We don't have a lot of time for your frosted feelings. Ah. <sighs> Well, it's got to be nice living in this kind of weather now, rather than needing to take night classes at the academy to avoid the sunshine. I'm still weighing the benefits and the costs. On one hand, I am able to enjoy the daytime again, but on the other, I do miss my friends. You are trying to guilt me into forgiving you, aren't you? Is it working? No. <laughs> I figured it wouldn't. But you know what would? Do tell. A rematch. You want to take the exit exam again? Yes. And this time, I intend to beat you. You're on. First, let's deliver this book to Miss Sharp, so she may work while we waste time. <laughs> Ugh, my eyes are killing me. Orly slammed the book in front of her shut brought her fingers to her temples, and applied pressure as she closed her golden glowing eyes. There's just a few more pages left that we flagged. Yeah, quit your whining. 
Shelby, you stopped reading after two books because you had a migraine. I didn't whine. I declared. Pretty sure you whined. Semantics. You've got this, Sully. Just a few more left. How's it going? Find anything yet? Just the same map, again, on page 210. Nothing else since. One more, perhaps. Pendrake handed the book to Orly, who held it in her hands, running her fingers over the embossed designs on the cover. The Song of Shadows? You can read the title? Yes. Wait, can you not read that? No, we can't. This must be what we were looking for. Read it, Orly. Uh, okay, um, the Song of Shadows. Wait, it looks like a children's book. Well, the outside looks like it's haunted. But inside, it, it's in rhymes and it has pictures. It looks like the map I drew. This doesn't make any sense. What does it say? A world full of music is one that is fun. The Song of the Shadows is one that is sung. Each island a gift of music and light. When you hear the song, Asmar is in sight. Asmar? This is it. Keep going. Ashlid, an island of dancing around. They love to move but won't make a sound. Holden and Lindau, where we learn to play, the strings of our music are forged there each day. Zihar and Helmfirth, their drums just like thunder, are the heartbeat of Asmar, the source of our wonder. When voices soar above worry and pain, you can bet that they sound from good Kincardane. Wimborne is known for their composition, major and minor, a perfect musician. The Reina Sea, it's important you know, to marvel and watch, but never venture below. The key to a life filled with music and song is to unfurl your wings and just sing along. Orly flipped the page, but nothing else was there. She raised her gaze to look at her friends. She noticed that Nick's, Dominic, and Shelby's eyes had started reverting back to their brilliant glowing blue, an indication that the inhalator was wearing off. What else does it say? That's it. That's all it says. There has to be more. There isn't. Wait, did it say anything about this island? Dominic pointed to Orly's sketch of the Asmar map on the table. His finger landed on a small island on the right side of the map. The smallest landmass of them all. Hull. Nothing. This book doesn't mention it. Nothing about a portal entrance or a door. You heard everything. There's nothing else here. Pendray, can we keep this book? Of course. It's no good to me if I can't read it. I couldn't bring myself to throw it away, though. <laughs> it is still a book, after all. We have to figure out what it means. We will. But first, we have something very important to do. You're seriously taking the test again? Yes. You want them to kick your ass again? <laughs> what? They're not going to kick my ass? I am much smarter than I once was. As am I. Nix, start the timer. As you wish, Dominic. <laughs> Begin.
Pendrake and Dominic tore into their books and began scribbling answers on a scrap piece of paper. So, what is this exit exam? At the Academy, you're required to take a written exam upon completion of your courses. The test is taken on enchanted paper that reveals the next question only as you finish the previous one. And they just had enchanted paper lying around? You'd be surprised what all I have down here, my dear. No talking! So, it's kind of like the bar? God, I wish I was at a bar right now. The bar, Shelby, not a bar. It's a test lawyers on Earth have to take in order to practice law. My statement remains true. Trying to focus here. Are you so easily distracted, Dominic? What? Distracted? Me? Not at all. In fact, I don't think you're all being loud enough. How long are these tests, usually? For regular Fae, hours. But for informative Fae, which both of them are, minutes. <laughs> Speed readers. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been helpful during law school. <laughs> Leslie, do you mind if I steal you for a second? Of course. We'll be right back. I just wanted to thank you. Adjusting to all of this is not easy. I should know. But you... You don't need to thank me, Ellie. I want to help you. I love you. You have no idea how much this means to me. <laughs> did you hear me? Of course I did. And do you have anything you want to say back? I don't understand. Of course you don't. Leslie glanced over Orly's shoulder and caught a glimpse of Kaelin leaning against a vine bookshelf, but his eyes were not watching the spectacle. Instead, they were trained on the two of them. Leslie took a deep breath, grabbed Orly's face in her hands, and pulled her lips to hers, kissing her hurriedly. She only tore her eyes away from Kaelin when she saw him glance away. Leslie... We should get back. What was that? Done. No, me too! Done! I'm done! A few seconds behind. As per usual, old friend. Kaylin, will you grade? We have other things to focus on, Dominic. And I won't be able to focus until these tests are graded. Fine. Give me a few moments. Nix, will you grade the other one? Of course. Not to brag, you may have finished first, but I definitely wrote more. Quality over quantity, Dominic. How about quality and quantity? <laughs> I have missed your fire. Well, metaphorically, of course. When you lose again, Dominic, make sure you're facing me. I want to take a mental picture of the disappointment on your face. I assure you, the only one who will be disappointed here is you. Sure. All right, Pendrake, you received a 99. Ah, not too shabby for being several years removed from study at the Academy. Kaylin. Dominic, a 98. <laughs> Impossible! <laughs> a fight well fought, friend. How? 
Can we please move on now and figure out a way to get into this asthma? I don't think that will be possible. Everyone's heads turned quickly to find another pale figure standing near the front entrance. A moonbeam glared off its mirrored glasses. Considering you'll all be dead soon. Thank you for listening. Today's episode was written by Nicole Tuttle and edited by Mariah Clausen and featured the vocal talents of Nicole Tuttle, Mariah Clausen, Ada Gilstuart, Emily Booza, Ace Corsaira, ML Erhart, Wes Haas, Kyle Burrow, Daniel Young, and Ashley Winfield. This episode was sound designed and edited by Catherine Stanley, along with Mariah Clausen, Griffin Coldron, and Megan Peugeot, and featured the music of John Bartman. And I'm Erica Harmon. Want to stay up to date on all things Lafrisian Chronicles? Follow our social medias for more information about upcoming episodes at Lafrisia Audio on Twitter. If you enjoyed today's episode, subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting site and leave a review. Until next time, listeners.